अरे कान फट जाएगा इफ यू व्हाट फट जाएगा व्हाट डिड यू आई नो कान अर्ली इन द मॉर्निंग राइट क्लियरली आई हर्ड इट एग्जैक्टली आई सेड कान बाढ़ में जाएगा नो दिस इज लाइक कोली इन साउथ अफ्रीका लाइक शाम तक खेलेंगे तो इनकी इनकी कान फट जाएगा कान फट जाएगा लिटरली विद द स्टफ माइक इज लाइक इनकी कान फट जाएगा प्रोडकास्टर टर्न डाउन द स्टफ माइक या टीवी एंपायर टू डायरेक्टर वी हैव अ प्लेयर रिव्यू कैन वी रॉक एंड रोल प्लीज Hello good morning and at 6:30 in the morning from India time this is episode 5 of bits and pieces i am your host for today my name is praveen gopal krishnan and we once again have a panel of people who we've never seen before this is a completely new panel and let's go back to a round of introductions some familiar faces some unfamiliar starting with this tony sebastian who used to be the host until he relinquished his position in a fit and walked away and retired and now the bcci saw it fit to give me the position right now tony say hi <laughs> hello hello pgk <laughs> all right another familiar face joining us is mon krishnamurthy all the way from australia he is a professor he understands running he understands board games and he loves the ipl say hi mohan <laughs> <laughs> I, you were going really well till the last bit of that introduction hi pgk lovely to be here again not the kind of board games that are going on right now um third familiar face you heard him in the previous episode uh, he has a lot to say about kl rahul his good friend he stalks him on instagram he follows him on twitter he probably standing outside his door right now say hi kostum <laughs> Hi hello all <laughs> It's not like to be uh, very fair it's not like I'm very obsessed with him okay he just gives me a lot of material to work with it, it's like edging to like uh, slip and no like it's coming chest high the catch like I might as well take it <laughs> And now we have a new person on the panel um joining us all the way from the United States fresh from a hike and looking like Rohit Sharma from that meme I don't know I don't know if you've seen that meme but I'm not going to go into the details joining us from there is cartographer without any of the walls say hi kartik hi pjk hello everyone and jay ro bro jay manoj prabhakar <laughs> <laughs> i just want to say this is the kartik's base in seattle and this is the first time other people are sleepless because of seattle so thank you for waking up at 6:30 am <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's right we are actually recording this at as i said a little before 7 o'clock in the morning on a sunday and most of us in india have woken up to the joyous news that india have won the under 19 world cup that was held in west indies now uh, i'm i'll be lying if i said that we sat and we watched the match i think we watched a few glimpses of it but luckily there are people in this panel who did and so without further ado let me just throw it open to kartik mohan and i know tony must have woken up a little bit at 2 in the morning and just seen what's going on and probably like snatched a few glimpses cause i'm not sure but let's talk about it guys india won the under 19 world cup is this a big deal it feels like he's getting used to it it's not a big deal at all it's really crazy that on one format we are struggling to win championships but in the under 19 side it's so boring that we've just like given up completely uh but yeah i'd like to throw it open first impressions what happened how do you think So so I I think um I so I watched the last I don't know how many 10 overs or something of this and I 
Uh, wasn't actually surprised. And as you said, PGK, it's almost India won another under-19 World Cup yawn. Um, it's 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 almost that way. Um, so Yash Dul, I think, had a wonderful tournament. The the coincidence between this and the 2011 World Cup was that uh, this World Cup was also won by wicketkeeper Huta Six of the last ball to win. Uh, <laughs> so I'm expecting he'll get a CSK contract pretty soon. But but again, yeah. as I said to as I said to Mohan, right, uh, under 19 being roughly half the average age of CSK. Keep that in mind. So, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, in related news, Ambati Raidu has listed as a wicketkeeper for this IPL auction, and he has said, "I only want to play for CSK." So, uh, CSK and wicketkeeper batsman, I guess you'll have a glut of. There you go. But um, I, I I just hope that Yash Dul. Uh, is in, in, in him, we don't have yet another cricketer uh, or an under-19 captain who is uh, ruined either by a combination of their own incompetence or, or BCCI, um, given that the previous winners, uh, captains have been Mohamed Kaif, uh, Virat Kohli, who's been, uh, you know, in my view, shafted by the BCCI. Unmuk Chand. Sorry, Unmuk Chand is in the US and is probably hiking with Karthik just before <laughs> we <laughs> run across his yeah, yeah. So... Right. But yeah. quickly, this is our fifth title. I think we missed one captain. This Prithvi Shah was the captain Prithi at Shaw. one point, right? Prithvi Shah. Prithi Shaw. Yeah. Right. No, but like, uh, if anything, uh, the last couple of years have proven that like, even uh, like there are a bunch of players who have made it at the under-19 level, won the World Cup and now they're playing for the US. This is probably doing their MS kind of scenes. Like, this is their test. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, I think we've established the pipeline now in cricket as well. Like, you know, you do your undergrad, then go to the US for Masters. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> go to on-site. No, this is on-site. It's not even Masters. Like, this is yeah. your, like, a, a, like graduation studies, no? Under-19, you're playing at the highest level. Like, two players like, very recently, what, Smith Patel and Unmuk Chand. Like, both of them yeah. relinquished yeah. their Indian passports, retired from cricket. Like, they had to yeah. put out statements saying they're retiring so that they could go to the US and start playing cricket. So, uh, like, we don't know. We might, I, maybe in, like, four or five years, like, the US uh, national team will start, like, competing for championships. Like, that might be the... The actual revival of cricket. Wow, that'll be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they're not able to do grassroots level stuff in the US, so this is how they go about, like, which, I don't know. It, it, might, be, it, it might be interesting. I think I'll just throw it to Karthik because I think among all of us, probably Karthik is the one who probably watched the longest. So what are your impressions, Karthik? Because you looked, watched the under-19 team play. Um, I think, well, first of all, I think it was a great tribute to the seniors that, you know, I think at some point in the first innings, they bowled amazingly well. And I think it was like 90-something and seven wickets down. And then they brought it, they basically doubled their score. I think it went to 180-something, right? And I was like, wait, is this, maybe this is like a tribute to like Ranveer Singh's movie that has come out called 1983. And then I was like, eh, I don't know. But yeah, that was, I think that was a little dicey. And then they started off a little slow as well. But, you know, I, I think the way they finished off the match, I think I think we were talking about this. It, it was a little nervous uh, towards the end for a bit. And then they got into the act, you know, a couple of sixes and all that stuff. So it didn't look that close at the end of it. Um but, you know, I, I think as usual, one of the things I was thinking of was there's always, in all the under-19, you know, teams, there's always like the batting, there's always some guy, at least one guy where you're like, oh man, this shot, like this is like a Kohli shot. Like Sheikh Rashid was playing today and then he played this amazing cover drive, I think somewhere around the 10th over. And I was like, wow, like nobody can really do this better, right? So again, going back to Mohan's point, I hope we don't, you know, do things with the chap and uh, give him time to grow and yeah yeah but speaking of uh, uh, you know youngsters emulating 
uh, older greats. I think the real man of the match yesterday for me was uh, Rohan Gavaskar, uh, who was in the commentary box. Uh, and he did uh, two great things. One was amazing reverse jinx, right? So he uh, said <laughs> that England is yet to have a duck in this entire tournament. And boom, England get their first duck, right? And uh, like Karthik said, they were at 91 for 7 or something. And Rohan Gavaskar again goes, uh, you know, England have never been bowled out in this entire tournament. And boom, they get bowled out again. But more importantly, what Rohan Gavaskar deserves credit for is that he was in the West Indies and he was a Gavaskar and he never resorted to the Jamaican accent. So I think uh, 100 <laughs> points to uh, Rohan Gavaskar. Is this Rohan Gavaskar's most biggest accomplishment to date? I can imagine him going back home and saying, Main karke aaya. Okay, I did it. <laughs> we, can, we can confirm this later, but, but uh, I thought... Uh, Rishikesh Kanitkar, he was the coach of this team and the only thing I can remember I for some reason I always confuse him with Nilesh Kulkarni but yeah his, his only claim to fame I think as far as I can remember is he scored a winning four or a six in a huge game in Dhaka in fading light against Mohan um, your age yeah. is showing from people <laughs> look at Karthik Kaos Tony and I Rishikesh Kanitka stepping out and hitting that four is seared in our cerebellum. I know. This it is, is there. Like, it, okay. it, it's in, it was Independence Cup and not even our Independence Cup. Yes. For some reason, it was Bangladesh <laughs> exactly. Independence Cup. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. No, I was. Rishikesh Kanitkar made us believe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like this. For a lot of people, our age, that is the only thing they remember of that 90s. They're like, oh yeah, that Rishikesh Kanitkar, that four, I remember. <laughs> it is like dark, it is foggy, and he steps out and he hits one four. Ah, yes. And that too, and that too off, that too off Saki. Off Saki, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I was going to say, it's interesting that Mohan should bring up a confusion between Rishikesh Kanitkar and Nilesh Kulkarni. So Nilesh Kulkarni got a wicket off his first ball in test cricket. So first ball and then the rest of it was just dreary for him. So we remember him right. for a first ball. We remember Hishikesh Kanitkar for a last ball. And then after that, nobody really heard about him after that either. Trivia Karthik and, uh, and others, of course. Who was Rishik, uh, Nilesh Kulkarni's wicket? Was it an Australia series? No, no, Sri Lanka. No, no, it was no Sri Lanka. this is the Sri Lanka, the 900 Sri Lanka run game. This was the 900 oh, run game. Yes, 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 of course. Oh my God. First wicket and then after that, just a desert. 952 for declared. It Must was have been Atapattu. Yeah. This was the time when Atapattu was going through that really crazy time exactly. where they were exactly. getting like ducks after ducks after ducks. He, he had like a, a record, duck. I think. He was a walking yeah, duck. Yeah. And then suddenly, one day he just comes to the ground and boom, that's it. He starts smashing 100 after 100 after 100. And then no, it's not 100. He starts smashing 200. Like straight up. Like, yeah. <laughs> Atapattu in that, in that phase was the Agarkar of uh, the Sri Lankan. Mar or as I like to say, Marwan Atapattu, the rich man's Akshay Khanna. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. here's an interesting thing about Marvan Atapattu, which uh, I think was first revealed to me by the Centre Fresh cards, is that he's got more runouts than Insama Mulhak, right? And he's the one who holds the record for the most runouts, which is kind of strange. Yeah, because like uh, you always uh, went to Insi for those uh, runouts. I but... think Insi, Atapattu, and Rahul Dravid. I think those are like in the top three somewhere in the. Yeah, and I would argue that Rahul Ravid has spent so much time at the crease. He's probably spent like entire evenings, afternoons, nights at the entire crease. That's, he would probably get run out just by a matter of time. There's no other way. Wait, India won the Under-19 World Cup. We're really happy. Um, 
incidentally, coincidentally, the IPL auctions are just around the corner. So the win could not have come for many of these kids, kids in court, at the right time. So they're basically here and the IPL auctions are around the corner. Are Is anybody watching the IPL auctions in order to see what's going to happen, what's going on? It's going to be interesting for sure. Uh, for one thing, I like... I disagree with like the auction as a concept anyway. Like you are basically uh, penalizing anybody who's trying to like build a team, right? Like every two, three years. Sir, if you don't do auction, then Ambani ji is going to buy all teams. Okay, so there is nothing going to be left. <laughs> then Mumbai Indians will actually be Mumbai Indians. All the Indians will be there only. There's nothing else. <laughs> no action without auction. No, but like my, uh, it's going to be interesting for sure. Some teams are like really random, okay? Like, like Hardik Pandya is going to be the captain for uh, the Ahmedabad team, right? Uh, and he has said he is take like in one interview he said that like he's going to take uh, I want the calmness of Dhoni I want the aggression <laughs> of Kohli and whatever like he has like he, he he has created this image of himself of like who he wants to be I don't know whether he'll get there or not but uh, he's say, Captain Planet by your powers combined <laughs> yeah. uh, there are like some 10 11 marquee players like Ashwin is a marquee player for example I'm not sure like how or why but he's like i want to see what kind of team Ahmedabad ends up building because i don't i i really don't know what's happening there like i was i was does it matter what team Ahmedabad builds they built the stadium that's all that seems to matter right <laughs> do we know the name of the Ahmedabad team we don't even know the name of the team. they have they haven't announced it a, a certain four letter word suggests itself <laughs> You no, know, like the Lucknow Super Giants uh, reveal and like, oh, it's been done by fans and whatnot. It's literally like you have taken the old logo, slapped like more colors on it and said, this is now a new look. Like they have, it's, It is so lazy, right? The way they, they put But it they together. changed, they changed the ball to a bat. Wait a minute. I, I, okay, for, for listeners who have no idea what you're talking about, let me just read this out, right? The new team is called... Lucknow Super Giants and if you haven't gotten a chance please go see the logo apparently they did some contest etc but, but it's also they did it um, so the logo looks like it, there is a bat there is a blue bat right in the center and there is a red ball on the bat like right up there and then it it's basically the background is wings it at least the wings are the best way to describe it um, and the wings are of course colored uh, in the tricolor it has saffron then it has white and then it has green and below in bold uh, blue, almost, it's exactly like the Star Wars introduction kind of font. It says Lucknow Supergiant. And it, it is at an angle. It's exactly like the Star Wars, the opening credits. It just looks like that at an angle. Uh, and here's what it says. And I'm reading it very quickly. Uh, Lucknow Supergiants, India's newest IPL team identity, draws inspiration from ancient Indian mythology, of course. The mythical bird Garud, who is a protector and enthroned with the power to move swiftly, has inspired us to create the winged emblem of the team. Garud is omnipresent in every Indian culture and subculture. The tricolor wings of the entity symbolically represent the Lucknow Super Supergiant's Pan-India appeal. The body of the bird has been formed by a blue-colored bat to signify the game of cricket. There is a red ball with an orange seam too. It's like an auspicious Jetilak. The identity as a whole is endowed with a strong positive energy to soar higher and higher and achieve success. Lucknow Supergiant is a time for, team for every Indian. It's a team that unites the nation. Wow. Okay. Oh um, that is <laughs> a story. All, 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 our, all our audience uh, of three 
they've just vomited they just need to clean the floor <laughs> just give them 2 minutes to do that i mean how, so how, I, how? i would say it's okay there is a story it's fine you've done it but i'm just really surprised that ahmedabad hasn't come up with anything yet. this <laughs> seems like a very ahmedabad you know <laughs> but this logo basically looks like that uh, giant hoarding which was done in ms paint which said we need graphic designer <laughs> that's what it was after <laughs> the description you give it someone who I thinks the logo will be like what are you talking about dude I think PGK is going too highbrow. He said Star Wars and all. You know what it looks to me like? It looks to me like one of those aerial Vim detergent kinds of things. Like if you look at the logo, the bat is what your Dhobi used to use to like wash clothes. And it looks like, seriously, like wheel or rin or aerial. My age is showing here, but yeah. I'm surprised you didn't go with like uh, something like, this is the bat that KL Rahul will use to make sure he gets selected into the team once again while our IPL hopes get shafted for like another year. Like that's possibly like the other thing they're trying to refer to, I guess. Sorry, it was right there. Like it's like... <laughs> But uh, one, one second, what, what I was saying was this, this was uh, basically a redo of the RPSG logo, right? Which was the exact same thing, with, but with a ball in the middle instead of a bat. So they basically now replaced the ball with a bat. That's about it. And made the font yeah. worse. Maybe. And some more colors. Yeah, they put the tricolor. They put... I don't even want to be in the room when they were giving the brief to the creative designer. Like, there was no brief. Uh, feeling, feeling, feeling is not there. More, more color. More blue. Please, more blue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's got angle, angle. This is not that. You know what this reads like? This is like, they literally sent out a brief. Okay. Uh, and they got the like options back. Okay. And they're going through all of this. Like, you know what? Like, just use the last year's one. Like I cannot be, I cannot deal with this. I cannot give you feedback. Okay, so like, and they lost the files. They lost the open like files for the last years one. So they are like reconstructing it from memory. Okay, like that's that's what this entire thing like comes across. Like it's yeah, lo- lost the open file, but one guy is like, yeah, I have a screenshot. Ha, huh, it's okay. Let's just paste it and then. R P S Pune logo P N G transparency. This this is what this looks like, and then you just slap on some colors. It's... So on this side you have uh luck now with all of this. Uh anything else that we know about the Ahmedabad team? Do we know anything about the Ahmedabad team other than the fact that Hardik Pandya is leading it and he's apparently trying to be like what is that there is a mythical animal no which has the head of a lion and the claws of an eagle and uh so he feels like it's going to be that. Also I did see that Hardik Pandya said in an interview that I think I can lead the team. I led the team in the under 15. and i am like there is under 15 okay what was happening in under 15 what do you lead a team in under 15 like three imagine like 13 year olds like yes bathroom is there okay so <laughs> no i thought he would have said yeah of course i can lead an ipl team kl rahul's been doing it for quite a while so <laughs> <laughs> but interesting thing about uh, this uh, lucknow super giants they are very serious about everything else because here is another headline okay there is psl going on right now Um, and uh, the auctions will overlap with it and andy flower is taking leave from the psl to attend the ipl auction so uh, basically uh, the he's the coach of multan sultans and the psl franchise will be without flower for at least 10 days uh, they'll play some three matches in between so while the actual main tournament is going on your main coach is taking 10 days off to attend the auction for a event that will happen 2 3 months down the line so i found that pretty fascinating you know clearly where uh, your priorities are india is playing its 1000th one day match and surprise surprise it's happening in ahmedabad um, <laughs> and and that's happening today 
Um, Guys, it's it's yeah. been like eight years now. I am not surprised anymore. But okay, go on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. And it's it's going to be played today in uh, in of course in Ahmedabad. Um, and the the team's got a weird look, weird look to it. Um, but uh, Rob Rowe is captaining, so yay. ശ്രീലങ്ക But this is a relic of the Kohli era, right? Like last week we were discussing how uh, Shikhar Dhawan barely ever plays anymore because he only plays one days. And uh, poor guy came and smashed some in South Africa and now he's got COVID. So he's played like three matches in, in I guess, 12 months or so. That's Although, I mean, to be fair, you can't spell COVID without ODI. So, you know, he's a specialist. He's a real professional. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shikhar yeah. Dhawan. <laughs> So <laughs> India playing West Indies and I think it's a four match series. Oh there is and another team okay. <laughs> <laughs> and just for you Tony and just for you Tony they they're playing it in India. West Indies is not playing in West Indies they're playing it in India so they can watch it in your time. Yeah good. The the strange part is that the reason why West Indies is called West Indies is because Christopher Columbus stumbled there and thought that oh this is India. And I think because of cricket now, I think West Indies will be in India. I'm pretty sure they'll take some islands off Bombay, put some put these people there and say that listen, you are here only. This is West Indies, West of India, you stay here. Everything is fine. We'll just keep playing cricket. So <laughs> Thousand ODIs is great. Uh India playing West Indies and there are a few interesting things about Sorry, sorry. Can I can I just tell you something that came to my mind right now and i'm sorry for this uh, 1000 is actually m in uh, you know latin so 1000 odi actually spells out m o d i oh it's being played in the narendra modi stadium so shout out to dear leader yay <laughs> wow I, i don't know how your brain works tony i don't know how you get get this uh by the way i just uh, checked and on the occasion of 1000 odi um uh, the wonderful website espn cricket info had a interview with sachin tendulkar where sachin tendulkar uh, basically talked a little bit about odis and it is the most i mean has there been a sachin tendulkar interview in the last 20 years where you are surprised by anything because he's been saying the same thing for the last 20 years everything has changed and yesterday he said uh in the interview that uh, 1983 world cup was the turning point for me which we knew in 1996 itself but he's repeating it for uh, all of us and i went back and just checked and i see sachin tendulkar anyone has guesses on how many odis he's played out of the 1000 odis in india have um 300 yeah around 3 330 320 <laughs> yeah <laughs> the real answer is 463 ooh, ooh. tendulkar has played nearly 50% of all the odis that this team <laughs> has played in its history okay. and and 50% of that he played in between 1995 and 1998 i think yeah and probably like most of them were at sharjah and i know this because i grew up there so yeah it was like insane 
So yeah, so then then I saw this and I'm like, okay, I guess that makes sense to call Sachin. Uh, but let's talk about the squad. So there are a few changes and India are finally going in a different direction or shall I say going back to the same direction. Um, Shikhar Dhawan, of course, we spoke about who is down, unfortunately, down with COVID. So the one format that rarely happens these days that nobody remembers, it looks like it's going to be forgotten from that as well. But this is the return of Kuldeep and Chahal. And India have gone back to a combination that they sort of abandoned but now they're back and i was wondering if anyone has thoughts on kulcha the decline of kulcha kind of coincided with uh, dhoni uh, like not playing international cricket right uh, yeah. and it it kind of, we have to see how like pant will scream behind the stumps giving these guys like backseat driving directions for like every single ball because otherwise he's a he's the ultimate hype man like he's just going to be like ha ha like samne dal wo kitar maar dega are woh ball dalo cutie like it's <laughs> like that i can live with right i i don't know whether pant will give like strategic advice to either kuldeep or chahal right so that's going to be like interesting to hear in fact i think both of them or one of them essentially said that dhoni was the reason why they were incredibly successful in fact they said that for us 50% of our job is done because dhoni is standing right at the kuldeep said that it was no, kuldeep no, no. who said that kuldeep said that and like it it i don't know why you would want to reveal that in like an interview he, so he he basically said something along the lines of like when dhoni was behind the stumps i didn't even bother i just bowled <laughs> like dhoni is like figuring out field kahan pe dalna hai where does slip needs to stand where does like do i need to bring long he is actually thinking about the game and like virat also because i think he'll be deep in the covers or like uh by the boundary he would have delegated like yeah you can figure out your field and like yeah. kuldeep is like i never thought about anything <laughs> but he was anointed the next big uh, spinner when dhoni was not there right during the during the test in australia so Mr. Shastri said that uh, he was the best spinner in <laughs> overseas conditions. Yeah, he's a first choice spinner. He said first, first choice spinner first in choice. overseas conditions and apparently Ashwin was very upset by that and Shastri later said that was part of the plan. Okay, yeah. I said it so that he would get upset and it's he would come back and look at it. all part of the ball ash. Okay. <laughs> 5D chess. <laughs> Karthik, anything that you're looking forward to? India West Indies? Man, yet another ODI series. I, I I just don't know how to get myself hyped up for ODIs. I'm sorry. I just, you know, it's something broke in the past, like, decade. I I just cannot. Yeah, but, but uh, I think we are direly in need of one of those uh, bashing series, right? Hopefully, Rohit Sharma scores another 200. Uh, Kohli <laughs> scores another 30 of 29 before being caught... Uh, by, I mean, some random spinner from somewhere. All of these things we have to look forward to. But I think it'll be good. We'll see some 350 plus scores. I, I think it'll be an interesting series. I feel like I do agree with you, Tony. I think that it's going to be one of those series where everybody who is not in form will just blast their way into form. And hopefully we'll see some big hundreds and all of those countdowns on how long it has been will always like go away. <laughs> Um, speaking of countdowns and going away, uh, Justin Langer, as it turns out, the coach of the Australian cricket team, uh, chose not to go ahead with his contract. Um, so there was. So I'll give a little background. So what's happened is uh, Langer was the coach of the Australian team, and he came in as a coach after the infamous Sandpaper Gate. And Langer uh, did a great job with the team by all accounts. He took them to uh, 
a series in England. Then after that, he uh, won them the Ashes just now. He won the T20 World Cup for them. But along the way, it seems like uh, he was a slightly abrasive person. And you're hearing stories of how there were players in the dressing room who didn't get along with him very well. And now the time came for his contract to be renewed. And Langer wanted a longer uh, period and Cricket Australia apparently gave him a much shorter tenure and we know that players of the Australian team have been fairly silent and unenthusiastic when asked by the media would you like to see Langer continue they've been like it's a it's a it's like a way how they've been dancing around it and at this point in time a contract was offered it was a much shorter contract and Langer walked away and right now Australia are looking for a new head coach and this is the right time for me to throw open to the resident Australia expert Mohan so so um, one, one thing that um, you, you're absolutely right there the cricket Australia only gave him a Eight hour, uh, sorry, um, uh, eight month extension till the T20 World Cup finishes, and he said, "No, stuff you. I'm, I'm packing my bags and going away, uh, taking my stumps and ball and going away, whatever." Um, the interesting thing is that Cricket Australia arrived at that conclusion after an eight hour meeting um, and and said <laughs> that the, we can only offer you uh, a six month or something extension. In eight hours, uh, first of all, BCCI would never have met for eight hours. And if they had met for eight hours, they would, they would have added two new IPL teams in Ahmedabad, Ahmedabad <laughs> North and Ahmedabad, Ahmedabad South. So this is, this is how, how ridiculous it was to, to, to come up with just that uh, conclusion after a ma- marathon eight-hour meeting. So uh, Langer basically said, stuff you, and then, and then walked away. Interesting, Langer is managed by a guy called James Henderson, who apart from managing Langer, manages uh, Ricky Ponting. And Tim Payne, who just resigned as well. And <laughs> um, uh, Tony's good friend, uh, Cameron Green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what the 8-hour meeting was, right? Basically, they screened, uh, pre-screened the test part two. And told Langer, <laughs> see, either you can go with this legacy or we'll uh, you know, give you one more eight months to uh, destroy your ev- everything that you stood for. Right? So... <laughs> He said, thank you very much. The test too looks good. I will I will go away now. That has to be the only explanation. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I am nobody to say whether I like or dislike uh, a coach or something. But I got a very strange vibe even when I was watching the test. Like, it's... He's trying... He, he was putting on such a facade of uh, trying to do something good with this team and trying to change the persona of this team. And, like, to be fair, like, when he came in in 2018, uh, like, what, two of your best players have been handed, like, one-year bans. Okay, yeah. then in that uh, series against England, uh, or England scored like what, 480 odd runs in one innings, like everyone hitting hundreds, like it's, he inherited like a team that was literally going absolutely nowhere and lost its star players. And with that in mind, he's done reasonably well. I won't say he's done amazingly well, but even then it feels very strange. Like, uh, like you said, right? Like players did not want him around. Like I remember like while watching, I mean, one of the few people who watched the ashes on this. Planet. One of the few, one of the few people that watched, watched the ashes in the world. Pat Cummins was interviewed after, this is not after they won the fourth test, but I think after they won the third test, he was interviewed in the post-match saying like, uh, you have retained the ashes and, uh, uh, do you think this is a good time for, uh, extending, uh, Justin Langer's contract given the vibe and whatever in the team. And he's like, 
uh, we are we are celebrating right now we do not want to talk about this <laughs> okay literally threw him under the bus on like na- like national television okay and like like two minutes earlier than that he was hugging justin langer and like yeah like we have, we have won the ashes or whatever and you could like yeah, i'm getting a sense of like this is like a kumble kohli uh, redux in a way where there's a certain way that uh, cummins wants to lead the team and uh, very clearly langer has lost the dressing room and i don't know maybe this is the start of the era like we know for a fact the indian team became damn competitive right like after uh, shastri and kohli they came together so like maybe this is the start of that like we we are going to see the dominance of australia once again and we are once again going to be sad when we start recording podcast in a couple of months because like <laughs> like this is going to remind us of like the 90s all over again but actually that would be interesting right like who like they've had what they've had darren leeman who yeah. admittedly is not a very likable guy and a likable character then mm. they had justin langer who you know everybody and their brother says that he lost the dressing room nobody likes him blah 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 who who do they get from here do they get someone that the players like do they get someone in the old mold of you know the professional coach right which they used to have for much of the uh 90s and early 2000s and so on like it's an interesting question she shastri is available shastri is available i'm just saying <laughs> exactly you you know what is the common trait about all of these unlikable coaches is that they are australian so yes <laughs> that's the metric that needs to change and like cow said uh, hashtag #shastri is available so <laughs> i think shastri has to pick between australia and england where uh, yeah. they've also fired their coach after uh, the ashes so uh, right. i think i think shastri shastri will be in top demand because he'll know how to win uh, in india and i think he's a likable coach i mean going by everything that the indian team uh, went through likable by the team that is because he just sits in the back the, you know in a back, back room and does his stuff imagine if shastri is the coach of england and india go to complete that series series <laughs> in england <laughs> and shas is like yeah i'm winning this definitely one way or the other but when uh, langer walked away at uh, there's like everything else there is always this one or two players in england who immediately went to the press and said that langer we should get langer langer seems like a great fit and <laughs> and and my point was like i really don't think your problem is that your coach is not there your entire county system is like screwed and now you're going to get a coach like langer to try to fix that i don't see but yeah any guesses on who the next coach will be in australia is it someone like a ponting it could be pointing but even when uh, langer was appointed the 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 person that was hot to trot was actually jason gillespie his county mm. record i mean having just rubbish county but his county mm. record is quite uh, impressive and and gillespie well, i thought would have got it uh, mm. when langer was appointed um langer was a strange choice by for 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 many but he had mm. many friends like ponting shane warne and so on who who and of course matthew hayden um there's a there's a strong well uh, chronicled and articulated bromance over there so there is these guys are all applauding for langer and he got the job i i suspect it might be trevor bayless or jason gillespie who were, mm. trevor bayless also had a good run with mm. uh, with england um and it might be one of these two there are there are plenty of choices but i really do hope it's shastri for some for not if if nothing else um you know <laughs> for the lulz as the kids exactly. say exactly okay. <laughs> exactly <laughs> 
Speaking of for the lulls, and we'll probably end with this. Uh, there is a new ad that has been setting the internet on fire. Uh, it's the Dhoni Unacademy ad. Uh, I'm just going to say, does anyone want to talk us through, just walk our viewers, listeners through this ad? Just describe it in your words, not your cause. I'm going to come to you for special analysis. So somebody has to do the play-by-play. Like just to build like context here, when you asked for like volunteers for this uh, like exercise, like all the remaining four of us just like shake our heads. Like, we, like how do we describe this? <laughs> all right, somebody has to do it. Karthik, I'm going to pass it on to you. Give me some time because I'm looking at the ad for the first time. I don't watch Indian TV. You forget. I think we should do a watch along live on the podcast and then. then. I I can do a react. I'm looking at it right now. And first of all, what what is his is his hair real? Is his beard real? Like what? Which part of him is real in this? Like okay, but describe the ad. Whatever you're seeing, just describe it. So there's Dhoni in what I think he thinks is a battlefield in Ladakh, but dressed up as a cricket player. There is a train oncoming. He's breaking through a center fresh wall of ice. Is that what it is? (laughs) And the train is breaking the center fresh wall behind him. Suddenly now there's colors. Is this an ad for like the Lucknow super giants or whatever? (laughs) Okay. So he continues to break through walls. He's sliding through it now in a way that Sunil Gavaskar would approve. Grounding your bat and so on. Yeah. And then he kicks the... Okay, now he's jumping. It's clearly not an India Simmons ad. (laughs) (laughs) Now there is a... Kookaburra ball that is disintegrating in his hands. And now the train that was chasing him has also disintegrated into some coal. Beyond barriers. What exactly is this an ad for? (laughs) Greatness awaits beyond barriers. Okay, but what? Unacademy. Let's crack it. Oh, man. Yeah, I feel like I am on crack after watching this. (laughs) So... To take us through this surreal ad, which basically looks like a Salvador Dali painting mixed with like a dream that you would have that comes to life after having an acid trip, I'm going to throw it open to the resident expert, Kaos. See, I'm also at a loss of words. Like, what was the what was the brief like? Like, is it just that like we have Dhoni, we need to do something with him? Okay, and uh, Rahul Dravid is the coach, so maybe he should actually break physical walls. <laughs> But if you're breaking barriers, I'm wondering how come like some copy junior or something not say that, aren't we creating these barriers for him to break? Like it's like, what barriers are you breaking? Like we are, we are putting stuff there for him to jump into head on. Haha, it's like, no, but this is what the BCCI does, right? It's like how they brought the West Indies for Tendulkar's retirement test. You create the barrier and then you break it. (laughs) But uh, what is he trying to achieve here? Is he trying to like get away from the train or break the walls for the train? Why doesn't he just jump off the track? I mean, I think the train, I think the train is a metaphor for training. (laughs) Or this is one of those uh, questions which you had, right? Like train A departs from station A at 9.05 a.m. And like the whole funda of how many times there's a bird that goes from train one to train two and back again and how much distance does it cover or some of those things. Or, so or the train I think is whoever cracks this ad actually gets like a free subscription to the Ken. Sorry, to an academy, <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> Maybe the train is Kuldeep, you know, and it is Dhoni standing there and basically saying. That <laughs> the train, is, train is saying, I don't know what I'm doing. Dhoni's in front of me. I'm just... I'm just bowling. <laughs> or I don't know, maybe it's like a remake of Gulam, maybe, to give like these new kids like 
an insight into what 90s uh emotions were like like amir khan is like running straight and straight and straight and then jumps away right eventually so like is 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 it that like are you trying to rekindle what it was like to follow cricket in the 90s because we're headed there right now <laughs> yeah gulam is a re- great name for indian coach indian captain everything with respect to bcci gulam perfect it's a great concept but there is also another concept because i remember when gulam came out and when they like were winning awards or whatever in one of those award functions i remember someone i think the director or someone standing on the stage and saying that that scene that scene where amir khan jumps from there it was such a risky scene Two seconds more, he could have died because the train was coming. And later, you're like, bro, why would you do that? Why? It's obviously like this is like special effects slash angles or whatever it is. You think you're going to put Amir Khan in front of a train in such a way that in two seconds he's going to die? That's not going to happen. Uh, which also is quite similar to how people talk about just two seconds more. Something little would have happened, we would have really like changed things. I just want to say we started with uh, the Independence Cup and ended up with Gulam. And in between somewhere we spoke <laughs> of the... uh stadium in ahmedabad uh, named after whoever uh, but uh, yeah interesting scenes <laughs> on that note that was a wonderful episode we are looking forward to the india west indies series we are looking forward to the numerable hundreds and the five wicket hauls and all the bashing that the poor west indians are going to get although it will be a big fun if they end up beating us that will be like really embarrassing and then you have to come back on this podcast and eat humble pie big fun was a bubblegum no which loved cricket Big fun loves cricket. No, anyone else? I think that was around the time when they had those cards also. Now I remember because I got Franklin. Correct. I got correct. Franklin Rose, and then he sh- shredded us to bits in the Caribbean. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> correct says Mohan. Mohan, you you would have been like well into your forties when. So. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. That is our episode. We just had a lot of fun. Um, we look forward to. coming back and by this time when we come back hopefully kohli would have scored a century uh, rohit would have scored a triple century and uh, everything would be great and wonderful in india all over again thanks to amdabad and signing off wait sorry i, I just else. want to say at this point in time that uh, when you said we've had a wonderful episode uh, kaus who's editing this for us had the expression on his face like the guy who's been asked to fix the lucknow super giants logo it's <laughs> like i had to i do make something out of this without an open file so yeah we'll see how it turns out the brief was very brief <laughs> all right uh that's our episode thank you so much for listening and everybody say goodbye goodbye bye 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 all right we are bits and pieces please share subscribe and if you are listening to us on apple podcast leave us a review because we hear that that does good things for us on the rankings and more people get to hear about us in fact last week we broke into the number 1 cricket podcast in india on apple so we would like to stay there we don't we like being number 1 like the indian team we may not win a world test championship after that but we like to stay there uh this is your host pravin gopal krishnan signing off thank you tv empire to director we have a player review can we rock and roll please